No, I'm not going to do that joke, actually. Hello, and welcome back to the Brewing Rip Podcast. Ironically, that's what he actually did say, though. In the, oh, in the awards. I was going to do a Ricky going to do like a little Ricky Gervais rip-off because uh, we are doing the annual Bring Him Awards uh, today. Mm. Uh, the 2021, obviously. Welcome. Um, Hello. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. I was going to do like a Ricky Gervais line and then I just couldn't decide in time and we'd, it already beeped. So, you know what? I'm not gonna, oh, we're not going to do anything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I can't, Unfortunately, I'm still at that stage in my life where I'm catching up with stuff. Uh, most okay, for yeah, most of my viewing pre- pleasure, so it's like not necessarily. I think my repertoire might be a bit smaller than a well, lot of Rory's at times. That's, that's, I think that's a very easy way to say you're lazy. Yeah, it's not true. Yeah. I th- I think we should just say at the beginning that we haven't seen every single film this year. So if most for one of most yeah, if for one <laughs> of our categories we don't have your favorite film or we don't have your favorite performer, that's probably just because we haven't seen it. Exactly, or, or we hated it. And your yeah. opinion's wrong. Well, then there is a category for you if we hated it. That might annoy mm. you even more. To be fair, it's called the Bring It Awards. It's not called the Everyone Else, Everybody's Opinion Awards. Yeah. Exactly. Awards. Yeah. And that's us. So, um, t- well, Tom watches more award shows than me, so we decided that he was going to pick the structure of these questions. But we we have agreed on the um on the awards. Yeah. We going with we, first, we've Tom? got we've got some categories. Yeah, I think. We're going to save the best all last. So I think a nice one to start on is biggest surprise. Yeah, I think this this merged with one of the other possible categories, didn't it? Like, um, oh no, 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 that was the other one. That was the other yeah. one. <laughs> also, um, this most of these categories are film and TV shows, so biggest surprise can be both. Mm. Yes. Uh, who wants to go first with their? Their nomination. I'll let someone else go first in case in case I say the same one because I've got two here. I'll, I'll go first. I've got two. I've, I've got one that I'm going to pick as my winner, but I have Drive to Survive, the F1 Netflix show, because that for me that's the big that was one of the biggest surprises because it actually got me into a sport that I thought I'd hate for my whole life because it's about cars. Um, <laughs> and then I've got Chaos Walking as my actual biggest surprise, which is a film with. Um, Tom Holland and Daisy Ridley. Yeah, I was about to say Ray from Star Wars. I couldn't remember. <laughs> <her name. laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it got like sort of panned by a lot of critics, and it is a bit of a mess. But it's fun. Like it's a lot of fun. And it's a cool premise. It's the sort. It's a sort mm. of like um, teen, like a, like a Hunger Games esque thing. I don't know what you call that. Is that like a, a teen drama? I like a, teen... a dystopian sort. Of... There you go. Dystopian yeah. teen drama. Yeah. Uh, where they're where they're on this planet where all of the men on the planet's thoughts are said out loud for some reason. I can't remember the exact reason of it, but uh, Daisy Ridley and Tom Holland in it are like, they have such a nice and good chemistry. And obviously I think I read a review beforehand and I thought, okay, it's going to be terrible, but I'll watch it anyway. And I actually really enjoyed it without smiling at the end Ooh, of it. That's good. So are so, you, yeah. which one are you picking out? Of? Uh, well, you, uh, you can only chaos, have one nominee. Yeah. Chaos walking. Chaos walking. Chaos walking. Okay. Um, I haven't seen either of them. So, I, I won't be able much help in picking the, the film we choose, but well, are, well, are we are we picking them or no, are we doing? Are we, oh yeah, leave so, out to the Bring It fandom. Oh uh, yeah, it's, yeah, we'll just say ours and then we'll let them them choose. These are the nominees. These oh. is just the nominees. Yeah. It's a two part. It spreads over two days. Mm. Um, do you, do you want to go or should I go? 
Um, my my examples are literally just the later seasons of of shows where I feel like this was their best season yet, and therefore I've called it the biggest surprise. Because I don't think I've watched anything that's like literally blown me out of the water. Like wasn't expecting it to be that mm. good. I would say the latest season of Sex Education and the latest season of The Witcher were at least one rating improvements from the previous seasons for me. That doesn't sound like a massive surprise. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Not a massive surprise. Jesus it's just Christ! The biggest fish in a pond might not be that massive, but it's still the biggest fish. That's what? very wise. Yeah, he, well, he's, a, he's, a, he's a wise man. It's he a proverb, is. Rory. Take that away. If um, if a tree falls in a forest, do you hear it? What right, if you're next to it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you've definitely said that wrong. <laughs> and then, <laughs> <laughs> he butchered that saying. If a tree falls in a forest, did it make a sound? That's what it Re- is. No, if realized... a tree falls in a forest and no one's there to hear it, did it make a sound? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that realize, is obvious. That if a tree falls in a forest, does it make a sound? <laughs> that is obvious. I think yeah, if it, it fell on a florist, you'd hear it. Yeah, if a tree <laughs> fell on a florist. What if no one was near? What if it was a florist in Chernobyl? Well, then, yeah, fair enough. That that works mm. for the... Maybe that should be the proverb. Sure, there'd probably be like an influencer around the corner, like just oh leaning, my God. Leaning, <laughs> leaning up a, against like a van or something. That's a brilliant <laughs> saying. A tree falls on a florist in Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone hear it? <laughs> that should definitely become one of our quirky little catchphrases. Mm, so quirky. <laughs> yeah, we'll be able to work it into so many situations, won't we? I'm going to make my nominee The Witcher mainly because you can't because you two haven't watched it yet so you can't even yeah, say that it. it's silly not the latest season yeah I've season finished it. I've watched both you? oh okay did you did you agree with me that the second season was quite a lot better than the first season um I don't know. I, I can't be honest. <laughs> I, I can't remember the first season that well. So I really oh, right. like the second season. Um, I like the first it, episode of the first season a lot, and then beyond that, it was just decent from my, my point one, of view. My, my decent. One, my my one gripe with it was that there was like I felt like there was less monsters. I yeah. felt like that they had more monsters in season one that were cool, and the way he was shown to like take them down in his witchering duties was cool. But they didn't show as much of that in season two. But there was probably a better overarching story in season two. So yeah, I, I get why you said it. Okay. Um, or, uh, Tom, even I, my one is, um, is a film. The it originally came out in 2017, I believe. However, um, it is the Zack Snyder's version of Justice League. Ooh. Isn't that so, like seven hundred and fifty hours long? Um, it's like four hours. It's quite long. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so the first film hated it, like with a f- well, not with a fiery passion. I didn't care that much about it. I just didn't like it, and I haven't watched it since. And then when this one came out, I can't. I was like, I can't imagine it being that much better just because it's longer. And to be honest, Zack Snyder isn't a director that fills me with confidence when making films. Because what does he fill you with? He fills me with. The opposite of confidence. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's probably not going to be that much better just because it, it looks better. Just because it looks better and he's changed the aspect ratio. However, yeah. it was a massive improvement and it was like it turned out to probably be my second favourite film from him, maybe behind Watchmen. Oh nice. And like it's just like 
it surprised me that much because I couldn't physically understand how he could improve it that much mm. but just by recutting it and adding a few scenes. But like, it's genuinely a massive improvement, and it, it was it was a big surprise. What sort of scene did they add? Um, they just added a lot of like character building bits, like Cyborg and the Flash, who I hated in the first film. They get so much more time and character building that mm-hmm. like it it shocks me that that wasn't included in the original film. Mm. And it's just like they become actual characters instead of just like two D things. Did they mm. sort out the the graphics in the oh, film? Oh yeah, um, Steppenwolf it, looks so much better. Does, doesn't look like a PS two villain. Yeah. It? And also, they give um, Superman like a black suit in the last fight, and it just looks cool. And oh, they also, nice. you know, you know, in the original. Uh, do either of you care about spoilers? I've seen it, so no. Mm, oh, not really. So, well, the spoil because the, they changed the ending. Oh, oh so no, spoilers about spoilers. Zack Snyder's version. So you know, in the ending, they just stop him and do all that stuff. Yeah, like they in the Zack Snyder version, Steppenwolf succeeds and like oh. destroys everything. But then it's up to the Flash because he like he's it's like sort of slows down for him as the explosions coming out, and he like runs back like he runs like fast and you know he can do the thing where he goes back in time he does that and goes back in time and changes it. Oh, so it, like they just completely change the ending. It is much better. It gives even Steppenwolf is much more intimidating just because of it. It just works so much better. Why? If the Flash can do that, why doesn't whenever th- when anything goes wrong, even like remotely, why doesn't he just do that? Burst um, the eagles all over again. Well, yeah. Well, I th- it's the first time. It's the first and only time he does it in the film. Oh, okay. Like he so doesn't he know just... he can run that fast, and then he oh, does so, because he needs so he just... to. Okay, right. Okay. Also, yeah. in the in the new Flash film, I'm fairly sure he like he do- he's going to do that because and save his mum or something. Oh. I don't really. Re- I don't remember the comic that is based off too well, but yeah. That. So Zack Snyder's Justice League is my nominee. Nice. By the way, that um that eagle reference that was the first that was the first how I um how it should have ended video I ever watched. Where it was like, where the the eagles just take them to Mordor and they're like, could you imagine <laughs> if it walks the entire way? <laughs> I, I I hate that theory so much. It doesn't make sense. Okay, let's not get into that. Right, <laughs> we'll save it. We'll save that. it for a new one. Okay. Should we do overrated or slap overrated slash disappointing film or TV show? No, we shouldn't talk. Okay, Um, I'm joking. We're doing it. Okay. Yep. Um, I'll go first for this one. Okay. Um, I would say again. I don't want to say overrated. It's more just disappointing for me personally. Because um, I don't think it's overrated. I do think for the majority of it, it's very good. But last night in Soho, mm. um, just I don't know. I'm, I'm, I won't ruin it because I don't think either of you have seen it, and it is good enough to warrant watching. But like for the first two acts, it's so so good. Like it's some of the best like work Edgar Wright has done, and it's so cool to see him do something that isn't a comedy. But then the last act just completely ruins the film for me. And it just it loses its footing so much, and it it's why like I don't think it's overrated because it's one thing that someone someone could love it and someone could hate it, and the other two acts carry the film. It's just it disappointed me overall because it went from being like a 
genuine nine ten star nine ten out of nine slash ten out of ten star film to something I'd probably give like a six or seven to. And it did it in about thirty, forty minutes at the end. Oof. But yeah, um that's my biggest biggest disappointment. Hmm. Uh, a big reach. I was just thinking it'd be a big reach if uh, if over the most overrated or disappointed film just so happens to be the worst film as well. That would yeah. imply, <laughs> that, that would imply that the like the most highly anticipated film ever was your worst movie of 2021. That'd Don't be worry, it, it, it's not. Okay, go on, Rory. Uh, my one. Well, I have I have other nominees. I had uh, anything Marvel, bar Hawkeye, Spider Man, and Loki. Probably oh, did you watch feathers. Hawkeye in the end? Yeah, I watched it yesterday. Oh, nice. I, re- I really liked it. Yeah, it's good. Um, uh, but I've gone for the Green Knight instead, and I, oh. I think I I had a bit of a rant about this in the in the chat when I watched <laughs> it for the first time because I was really excited about watching it after the trailer and and all the all the stuff I heard about it. Yeah, it's um, got a great cast as well. It has a really good cast, and to be fair, the actors are good in it. Yeah. But I feel like for me, their sort of performances got downplayed by the fact that the, the story is really scatterbrained, like on purpose. Because I think you're meant to like you're meant to sort of decide for yourself what's going on. But I feel like they give you so little to go on that unless you like know about medieval lore and the sort of stuff that's going on, not even the stuff that's like like medieval folklore and stuff like yeah. that, you're not going to be able to put it together. Um, there's like great scenes in it and it looks really nice, but I just thought I'd find it more interesting than I did. So I think that's the main reason I, I think it was such a disappointment. Mm. Um, the ending though, the ending's really cool. I really enjoyed the ending. That's where it, it kind of like, it kind of made a little bit more sense to me at the end, but I, I didn't forgive the, uh, the filmmaker for making it so sort of stupid before that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I found a similar problem with the, with the first season of The Witcher. Like, my, what, I know a lot of people had like problems with the timelines because it's very confusing. But my main thing was that, and I get, I bet, I bet a lot of people would get this if they were like really um, into the whole Witcher uh, books uh, and the game. But like the like the law of surprise and stuff like that, I just wished it was just given a it's tiny fake. bit of exposition. Yeah, yeah. Like, I had no idea what it what they just kept saying it. I was like, mm. what is a lot? I had to go- I had to Google it, and I still didn't know. The uh, first season is is quite fan service. You know what it is now. Yeah. I assume you know what it is now. The Laura surprise. Um, a little bit. You know, so, probably not. Probably not. I'm gonna I'm gonna explain it to you very quickly. Okay. You um. So basically, if like a witcher in that does a job for someone and they can't pay for it, they can invoke the Laura surprise and like the first surprising thing, like happy surprising thing that comes into the person's life who. They've asked it of. They have to give to the Witcher. So obviously, when he invokes the Laura surprise in the show, that they find out the woman's pregnant. So obviously, yeah. that that child's yeah. tied to her. Him. But there you go. That's quite funny. Yeah. I want maybe not funny. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not real, Tom. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Tom. What was your one again? Um, last night in Soho. Last night. Okay. Just need to note him down. Um. And Henry, things that aren't real can still be not funny. <laughs> okay. Just want to say that. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think so. You've. Would you say you're more on the lines of biggest disappointment so far? 
both of you. I think you both are, aren't you? That's how it seems like you're talking about most disappointing. Yeah, it's more, most yeah, overrated. Yeah, yeah, it's more disappointing yeah, my, than overrated. My well, the Green Knight was overrated, I think, as well. So. I, I I guess mine could go along the lines of disappointment because it, it's it's kind of just overrated, but it implies you had expectations before, um, rather than seeing the results after, and then you're going, yeah, it's overrated. Um, the um, this thing in question, I'll build it up because that's entertaining. This thing this in question, question has a has a tomato meter score of ninety eight percent, and and I watched it and I was like, oh, this is this is good. And then, and then, well, no, actually, no, I thought this is rubbish. And then it got kind of <laughs> good. And I'm thinking, oh, mate, oh, this is going to get so good, surely, to justify the 98%. And oh, it, it, never it, it never did. It never did. And the reason this is insane, in over, people say overrated all the time. And the meaning is lost on a lot of people. I should be I should be shocking people with this statement right now. And it was invincible. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. <laughs> exactly. This is this is what be, be, this just shows how how little people use the word overrated, right? Because be, everyone always goes like they just go with something that is was popular but bad, and everyone knows it's bad. No, I know Invincible was popular, but I just didn't get ninety eight percent. Really, it wasn't that good. In fairness, was, it, in fairness to you, it gets a lot better as it goes. I think yeah. it like comes into itself as it goes yeah. on because it does. Remember for the first few episodes, I didn't really get the tone or anything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And then it sort of I, figured itself out. It's the end of the first episode that I think it really hit me that I was like, okay, this is different than anything I've seen. And it just carried on from that after like the first episode. I thought it was just like one of the best animated things I've ever seen. Okay, but then I think a lot of it was shock value of seeing anime, animation and like gore. In the in like because it doesn't happen very often. If that was live action, would we really be given that ninety eight percent? I think it's more just the fact that it went against the norms of the of the genre yeah. and it it challenged things and it was it wasn't it, so it like every everything it. everything was a surprise. I think the fact that the story played itself so well that you couldn't guess what was going to happen. But it would so it wouldn't age well then. In like in twenty years, well, and, and it's simple animation. Knows. But because it has it, because it's just broke some sort of uh, norm once, like for or maybe for the first no, time. It's not just that. I think the characters were good. I think it was really yeah, good. Not ninety eight percent though. Anyway, I would, that's I would say one. it's worth it. I probably but, wouldn't say it's ninety eight percent as well, but I'd give it like a solid like eighty eighty five. Yeah, but yeah, but eighty. That's the that's that's quite a big leap, isn't it? I suppose uh, when you say ninety eight percent, was that a critic score? Critic, yeah, but the audience score was ninety one percent as well, and that's like that's mental. I could, okay, I could see it getting ninety one. I could, I could give it ninety one. I wouldn't be mm. pissed off about ninety one. Anyway. I have a sneaking suspicion that, given mine and Roy's reaction when we put this to the vote, <laughs> Invincible might not win this one. <laughs> Yeah, because it's only going to be us for voting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. We get like nine votes or something like that, and most people. Anyway, all right. Let's not. Let's next, not. Next category, I think we should go with upcoming talent, which is a new one we didn't do last year. Actually, I don't know if we did any of these last year, um, but yeah. I'm going to get my out of the way first because I think again I'm disappointed. I've just got a very weird answer for this one because. Um, uh, I was talking just before, or like off air, to Tar about like how I've defined it, and I've just gone from like basically someone who 
who was like a sort of just they had a big role before like one big role and now they're basically they are a-list and they've become a-list probably around this year and that's what i've done as up and coming um yeah. wait do you want to guess tom um i should be surprised if you get this now is it were they in a tv show originally i mean we're not doing clues tom okay well i was just saying because i had two in my mind when you said it i'm not going to say one of them because one of them's rory's but the other one i was thinking of was olivia coleman no but that is i i've heard a lot of um similar uh, things around she's her. not she's not big in the last like few years rather than this year i'd say olivia Coleman. well yeah yeah, that's why I was like, it probably isn't her and probably the other, I one, know, I'm the I'm... other one because the other one's yours. Um, yeah. I, I've got Victoria Pedretti. Ah! Oh, yeah. To be fair, uh, her, first, her first role was season two of You. Was it? That yeah. was before? No, her, no, her first I role Hill was, House was Hill first. House. Yeah, it was Hill Wait, House. Hang on, Victoria. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, Hill House. Okay, no, won't bother. She, I saw that she, her, she auditioned for the role of Beck in the first season of You, sorry. Oh, yeah. okay. But she didn't have like uh, it was a it was a big role, but it wasn't like like she wasn't the front of character, was she? Like she was more of like a uh, she was a big her character was big, but it wasn't like screen time sort yeah. of big. Um, so I thought you know her, you know, doing well in it, this. It was this season where her acting again went up another level, a bit like Tom Holland. Her acting yeah. got like a, like quite a bit better uh, incrementally between one thing and the next. And I remember thinking. I remember thinking she'll just be on everyone's wish list now for like every big Hollywood movie. Yeah. So that I just thought, yeah, that was probably the one I thought of. Like in terms of just 2021, because like if we were doing like an all-time list, this would be like a lot different. I th- uh, I would say that still counts as up and coming, really, because she yeah. hasn't really been in much. Yeah, definitely. It's a good thing it wasn't the same as Rory's one. So it's um just for anyone who's n- n- not quite nailed it, you probably googled it by now. But if you're like away, it, it's basically Nelly Crane from um Haunting in in, in of Hill House of Hill House, yeah, yeah, uh, and um whatever her name was in Blind Manor, Love yeah. Queen. That That's not Blind Manor. Manor. <laughs> no, 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 but she's in yeah, okay, Love yeah. Queen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Yeah, no, to be fair, I don't remember her name. And it was like an old, it was like an old show. woman name. Hang on. An anyway, old you, woman name. you continue. You continue. I'll shout it out next time. There's a gap. Do you want to go? Or should should I, I go? I'll go. Oh. Um, for mine, I've got Jodie Comer. I don't know if you know who she is, Henry. Uh, um, not immediately, but I'll Google that too. She was in uh, Killing Eve, which I haven't seen, to be fair. But she got quite what? well, reasonably big off that. Like, uh, uh, it was on BBC. Yeah. Uh, I think she played like a serial killer in that. But I've got her in this because she was in The Last Jewel, the new Ridley yeah. Scott film. Um, and she's been getting loads of like plaudits off it. I don't really know. Have they they brought out the Oscar nominations and stuff yet? No. Do you uh, do you reckon she, she? I reckon she get like. I a, think she might get nominated. I think she'll get one yeah. for like leading actress because I'd say she was a leading actress in the last year. Yeah. Um, oh no. Yeah. She probably. I think she might get nominated. I would say her because. The last jewel is split into three different stories. It's the mm. it's like narratively, it's like it's about this trial in in twelfth century France, and it's from uh, the narrative structure is three acts, and it's from the three people involved in the trial. So you get yeah. her husband, then the person who allegedly raped her, and then her. Um, and the reason it, she's so good in it is because she has to play a different character in each narrative. Because obviously, each person thinks of her in a different way and thinks of her actions in a different way. Yeah. 
and she plays it so so perfectly like in the second one she sort of it's like you you feel like she's leading the guy on and even then obviously he still rapes her and it's still horrible but it's 12th century france so the definition of rape is very loose and weird um in the first illegal back then well yeah basically Uh, in the first one she's like this doting wife who's not all that intelligent and in the third one she's obviously like her own person and she's like depressed at how little her husband notices her she's quite intelligent and she's had this horrible thing happen to her um and she plays all three like so amazingly well and gives such a convincing performance as all of them that i think like for me that was just the best performance of a year and i think off of that she's going to be offered all different kinds of roles so she's the biggest up-and-comer for me she was in free guy as well and i think she did it's it's always going to be especially in a comedy it's going to be difficult to like stand up next to Ryan Reynolds just because of how like charismatic he is. But in that film, she does like a really good job of holding her own as like mm. the star of the film. I didn't know she was in that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, she's, she's very I, good in that as well. I don't actually know her name well, but as soon as they're killing Eve, I was like, yeah, the, the actress um, yeah, on the, the forefront of that, I've, I've mm. literally seen her quite often since well, that. Yeah. She was um I looked at uh her Wikipedia and she was in Doctor Foster. Do you remember we did that in media? Oh yeah. Oh hang on, is she the adulterer? Yeah, no, that's why I recognised it because she was the um one who because yeah, literally from media, she was the one who was seeing them yeah. the uh doctor's wife. Yeah. Her husband even. And yeah, I remember yeah. th- that was the first time I ever saw her, and then I saw her on this and I was like, Do I recognise it? And it was from that. And it was like it. you know, from, from oh. side actor to yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm just sorry, I just need to point I'm just I'm looking at these I was looking up Killing Eve and um there's a mirror article here saying um twenty two T V shows to catch up in twenty twenty two Killing Eve, The Masked Singer, House of Dragon and More. What is the Masked <laughs> Mas- Singer doing? The Mas- Singer is brilliant. <laughs> That's so weird. The Masked Singer is brilliant. Is that not are you are you serious? It's it's a fun watch, it's entertaining. Oh. I've never no. watched it. I gotta be honest. It's, it's quite entertaining. I, I just cringe at the trailers. I, I, it's just the, it's just the pointing and the, like, they, especially they just, when like last season on the English one, Neo was on it, and I was like, it just bloody hell. Why are you some, here, Neo? It's just some singing in a massive costume, and then yeah, all the judges are just saying, "Guess who the celebrity is?" I reckon it's Justin Bieber. I reckon it's Michael Jackson. I reckon it's like, and they're just like <laughs> boasting, and they're boasting in the trailer that all the A-listers they could probably pull. For the oh, thing, and like... Neo's pretty big, but yeah, yeah ignore one. that because we're time constraints. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. What's your one, Tom? What's your one? Actually, we are struggling for time. Yeah, let's speed got, this up. I've got three. I'm just going to list them off and then pick one. Um, I've got Leslie Grace, who is in who is in in the Heights, and her next film is Batgirl. She hasn't been in anything else. She's really good in that, and I think she's very talented. I'm going to butcher this name, so I'm apologise. Um. Jung Ho Yon from Squid Game. That's um, the girl from Squid Game. Again, that was her first acting role. Oh, it was, yeah. She's oh, bloody that's a really good answer. She's bloody sick in that. Yeah, um, she is. Well, I had no one, idea as well. I had no idea she'd never acted before based on that. The last one is Jude Hill, who is a little Irish kid who's in Belfast, which is a very good film. Um, in it, And I think that was his first role as well. I think he's quite talented but um i'm not going to say the name because i butchered it once i don't want to say it again but 
I'm going to go with the girl from Squid Game as my number one choice. Wait, what's her name again? I'm not oh, going to say definitely it. Definitely going to clear. <laughs> right, okay. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that's Squid that's, Game. That's my choice. And next next category, I think we should go with... We, should, we need to speed run this as yeah. well, because... we do I'll, worst I'll film? Go, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say worst film um, or slash TV show, whichever you've got. Um, I'm just going to say mine right off the bat. Um, Venom. I hated it so much. It's awful. I hate yeah. it. <laughs> Venom 2, that is. Let there be carnage. Let, let me leave the cinema. I want to stop watching this. That's what it should no. be called. Am I right? <laughs> Nice. Hello. Yeah, thanks, gosh. Uh, right. b- my one is Candyman. Yeah. Uh, that's because it just wasn't a very good film. It wasn't yeah. very interesting. It uh, wasn't very scary. And all of the people could have just prevented it by not saying Candyman. I don't know why yeah. they said yeah. Candyman. There's just there's no benefit to saying it. Yeah. Even it's like. Not, it's not like you're going to say it. Your friends are going to be like, oh, you're well cool now that you said not, that. It's, it's not even like it's, it's not even like the people in the film offered the money to say Candyman. I think if someone offered me if if someone offered me like twenty five quid to say Candyman, I reckon I'd say it. But other than that, like you're not getting anything out of saying Candyman, other than the possibility of death. Yeah. But yeah, so that was mine. Yeah, I think um, for the the my my main reason I didn't really like that film was just because the characters didn't act in a way that was believable. They were just they- like. They're like, all dickheads. He, like the the main guy, he has this like his arms like basically falling off, and he's just like, "Nah, I'm not going to go see a doctor until it's yeah. too late." When his arms basically corroded away. Mm. They're all like they're all like horrible. Oh yeah, like, they're not very yeah, they're not very nice. Not the art people that just yeah. like if you if you didn't if your painting was slightly awful, they don't see you as human. That's just yeah, they won't. I did like um the best. The character I thought was the only one who wasn't a massive dickhead was the guy from Misfits who played... I don't remember his name. But I was like, he's doing a pretty good American Robert actor. Sheehan? Mm. No, the, uh, the one who time travels in Misfits. I don't remember his oh, name. Oh, yeah. I don't remember the, the his gay, real name. The, the gay brother. Yeah, I, can't... yeah I, don't, I don't remember his real name. I don't remember his name in Misfits. And I don't remember his name in the film. Oh, yeah. uh, um, oh, he's, he's... I think he's also Irish. Or Welsh. No, 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 no I Welsh. think he's just English. No, he's Welsh. He's uh, the uh, oh. the guy, the guy who was in um, Game of Thrones. No, he no, goes invisible. Guy. He doesn't try to travel. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Oh, of course. Oh my god, I'm so stupid. Yeah, no, right, he yeah. definitely was. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, that, yeah. Well, you'll go, Henry. Yeah, again, my my example is way more mellow because I'm a massive snob when it comes to like committing time to stuff. I'm like, oh, I need to make sure it's good. Unless it's something where you need to be there before spoilers, aka Marvel, which is why my example is Marvel. And can you guess which one it is? Black Widow. I haven't seen it yet because okay. it, it wanted premium and I'm not paying premium. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It was. Yeah, that was bad. And it, it, to be fair, it wasn't bad. It was just it's boring. Not bad, yeah. <laughs> it was just really boring. It was definitely the worst <laughs> of the TV shows they've released this year. I think I realised. I think I, it was about the fourth episode where I was like, it's really building up now. It's <laughs> just, like, Jesus Christ, I just wait, wasted like four episodes yeah. of like almost pure like, boredom. It's really building up now and now and then they're like, right, here's a 15 minute boat rejuvenation scene. <laughs> it was just so, mar- it was just so Marvel. It was the epitome. It was the epitome. 
it was the epitome of like just sort of ca- like average Marvel stuff because it yeah. was just like you know like that sort of that camera thing where it's like it's a bit choppy like the action's just it's just action with like yeah. a with a camera that that it's like low frame rate or something like that. I don't even know what they yeah. do. But it's just oh, it was I know just what you mean. I was so bored watching that film. The last episode was more exciting, but it was it was it was still very formulaic. Uh, so yeah, that was that was my one. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. Um, right, just so we because we yeah, just because we're strapped for time. Um, I was we were going to add best comic book film, but we're just <laughs> going to quickly note these off. Um, we we've got Suicide Squad and No Way Home. There we go. Yeah. Um, so let's do best TV show. Wait, hang on. Is that best film decided? No, that was best comic book film was Suicide Squad or No Way Home. Okay, right. Okay. Um, cool. Because there were a lot of good comic book films. Well, there were just a lot in general, and then we wanted to do best film as a separate one. Well, you, do you have a different one, Henry, before we move on? Yeah. Would you um, do it? No, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's do best TV show. Who wants to go first? Uh, I will. Uh, I probably go. I think I go Sex Education season three, nice. and that's ma- mainly because I hadn't watched any of it before this year, and I watched it all in about like I don't know five days or something like that. Yeah, it was just really, really fun and nice, yeah. and um, it's sort of uh, I don't know. It 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 makes it's different characters that I wouldn't usually like. Not I don't know. If, no, associate is not the right word. Like relate with. Like it's characters yeah. from with like a different life to mine that that in this show were funny and very relatable and it just was was nice to watch throughout the whole thing yeah that was um, yeah that was one of my options so i guess it gives me an easy one for mine there's um there's a lot of very touching moments in season three of sex education i think the bit with um adam where adam's reading out his poem about yeah uh, what's what's I've forgotten? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I remember the actors is Shooty, yeah, yeah, Eric, yeah. It's poem about Eric, so like hauntingly beautiful. Yeah, but I think it's just yeah, it was a I lovely, think, lovely moment. Yeah, that was my second option. I, I was just going to say, I think the best thing about that show is that they, the writing in it is done so well that they make every single character likable. Mm. Yeah, and like they, there's there's no villains or anyone. Like even the head teacher in the season, who's sort of the villain, you completely sort of get her. And like at, at, at the, the end, end when, yeah, when Otis yeah. is talking to her, and you're like, that is heartbreaking. I can't even imagine what going through that would be like. It's just the writing for for the type of show it is. It doesn't deserve. I don't want to say it, it doesn't deserve the writing it has because it does. I just want to say like. You don't expect it from that type of show. It it's completely have, refreshing. Yeah, it makes it. It makes everyone human. I think yeah. there's no one in that show that's just there to like unbelievable. Yeah, to, to be like a placeholder, to be a villain, yeah. specifically a villain. There's there's background to all of them. Yeah, definitely. which is what you um, uh, was it Jackson? That that was what you thought he yeah. was going to be as soon as he was the love rival of Maeve in season one. Yeah, and then mm. he was just his and he, then he was just a nice guy who was like character. hardworking uh, at his career as well. And you're yeah. like, oh, okay, great. There's a bit of like fleshing out of these. There's not just like, and you really look forward to seeing how all of these characters interacted because there yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah. And you were thinking, oh, I wonder what's going to happen when this person and this person in the same room. And like that's a really weird thing to look forward to in a show where yeah. where it's mostly like the characters are an afterthought and it's more about the story. It's it's a it's a multifaceted 
teen drama, which I don't think yeah. there's a huge amount of them. There's not, yeah. And it's not just drama for the sake of drama. It's like believable situations that you care about. Mm. I, I'm yeah, glad I'm glad we're doing I, nominees rather than yeah, deciding. Because I don't think, I, yeah. Because um, I, I, I just say my nominee quickly, and it's uh, Money Heist, the, the latest season. Because I thought I, I just haven't thought it was seen it. Yeah. seen it. Yeah, I'm still disappointed that I haven't seen it, but. I, I, yeah, I won't go and... Well, you haven't seen any of it? No. Oh, of course, yeah, I keep forgetting this. Yeah, no, because I, I, a lot of people were, like, worried because, like, there was there was, there was was the original raw script, like, what they envisioned, and, and it was a masterpiece, and then it went on because Netflix wanted more, and a lot of people were worried that it was going to struggle, and it kind of did. I disagreed with most people's view on it, but I think it was just... Pr- it was, like... It was, like, masterful TV, especially, like, towards towards the final few episodes it was just masterful mm. I, I i challenge anyone to disagree with saying the last two or three episodes were like not that good because they i thought they were amazing and yeah. i still think about it all the time and, and i'd finished i finished it a little while back and i've moved on to other stuff so that's that's my nominee well me and rory can't really talk on it but yeah I'll, that's fine. so i'll just go with mine um so yeah i had i had two options sex education season three so i won't say that uh, my other one, which I guess will be the one I go with, is Midnight Mass. Ooh, nice. yeah. Um, just <laughs> thought it was an all-round pretty brilliant TV show, and it was... It's the fact that the director has just... I, d- I don't think he's made anything bad, or at least anything bad that I've seen, and he just somehow is keeps managing to bring out another one pretty much every year, because he's got another... TV show coming out this year, and then he's already got the cast for his one coming out the year after, and it's mm. just it's impressive. And I think it was maybe not as good as Hill House, but almost Pretty as good. good and a lot better than Bly Manor. Can I? That's mm-hmm. that's I've put that in in terms of like its sort of sophisticated ideas of what it's trying to say. Yeah, in a similar vein to The Green Knight, but it just explained them so much better. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And it and it made it entertaining at the same night, same night, same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, you could have watched them in the same night. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I think that's how you do like yeah. higher well, higher functioning sort of horror and I saw of, and TV shows in it in a better way. Yeah, I sort of saw. I don't remember. I saw in a review that Green Knight was sort of style over substance. Oh, definitely. Whereas definitely. Midnight Mass has the style, but the substance is there too. Yeah. Sure. So yeah, there are three nominees for that. Do you re- um, do you reckon it, it it might be good? Actually, I I think I'm going to recommend that we go um the the best performance now. What first? Yeah, I think best film it, last because it tails on. It, it it does it does tail on from um from Midnight Mass. Is my my nominee for the best performance is Hamish Linklater. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my 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 best film is and my best film. Is the the person? Oh, why can't I talk? What are you Jodie Comer's. Jodie Comer is is my yeah. performance. Oh, okay, right. Um, I've got six performances. I'm just going to list them off quickly, and then I will pick one. Um, so I've got Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal, which apparently came out in 2019, but it got added to Amazon Prime, Amazon Prime, and was uh, it was basically this year. So shut up to anyone who says it wasn't. Um. <laughs> Hamish Linklater in Midnight Mass. Um, Olivia Coleman in The Lost Daughter, which is the new one on Netflix. Really, really good film. Kristen Stewart in Spencer. 
I didn't think I would like the film, but she's really like incredibly good in it. Willem Dafoe in No Way Home just as like a supporting actor because he's yeah. great in it. And Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom. I think I'm gonna go with Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom as my pick. I've heard he's really good in that. He's brilliant. And if you if you watch like clips of the person he's playing, because if you if you're just watching the film and looking at him, he, you're like, why is he performing this in such a weird like weird way with so many like ticks and like mannerisms? But if you actually like watch a video of the person he's playing, he is spot on. Like it's such a good and accurate performance, and the fact that he learnt how to sing in a year for this, and he's a really good singer in the film, is just impressive in itself. So yeah, Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom for my choice. I did have I had three other people. I I would say my other three that I had. I didn't decide to say them. I got Hamish Link later as well. Mm. I've actually got John Cena in Suicide Squad. I think oh, that he's was, hilarious. He's so funny in that film. Yeah. I never thought I'd be able to take him seriously as an actor. Yeah. But he was just like so magnetic in that. That's in that actually film. a really good choice because like you never see comedic performances like considered, but he is hilarious in that film. Yeah, he's he's the best. every time he speaks in that, you laugh usually. So funny. And then yeah. also I had, I had Rebecca Ferguson in June. Um, by the way, is Jodie Comer for Killing Eve? No, that's for Last Jewel. Last year, okay, right. Um, yeah, just I just realised I'd have to put the 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 names, the performances as yeah. as well as yeah. Um, no, I was just I was just basically running because I didn't do a shortlist at all. And I was running back through all the all the things that I'd put down for other things like uh like Sex Education, like The Witcher, and all that kind of. Stuff. It's I and I just found it interesting. Like Sex Education, there isn't really any massive standout actors. Yeah, like I know, um, um, right. Maeve, uh, who's the actress for Maeve? Probably, probably um, the strongest. Emma, Emma Mackey. Okay. Yeah, she's probably the strongest. Or I'd McKay, say. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I haven't thought. I haven't really thought about it that much. But then, like, um, oh, what is it? What's the 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 main series that I was talking about? Uh, Money really Heist. Not too long ago. Um, no, it wasn't even that. Oh, Midnight Mass. Um, no, it wasn't even that actually. Um. Oh, it's you. There was like oh, so yeah. many, so many good performances in you. Like obviously the like Victoria Pedretti, um uh, who who is Joe, yeah, Penn Bat he's always good though. That that's that 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 that, that sort of um thing he does when he's confronting um Beck in the first season. I've watched that scene a few times and it's really, really good. It's weird it's his weird stare is like really scary. That that role was made for him. Yeah, I don't think anyone else. One hundred percent. Yeah, and and that doesn't. I think when when you when people pick out really good acting performances, it's usually just sort of big emotional outbursts, and yeah. and, and not enough credit is given to when Substitute. characters you don't even know it. Like you barely even mention actors. Sometimes you just completely you just call them by their their character name because they're so suited. Yeah, and they play characters well, and like what is it? There's there's two types of things. There's a personality actor, uh, and there's a character actor. And the personality personality character is just when it's it's just a you know they play a good person in in something, and yeah. then there's a character actor, and it's like they can play whatever they're given, like perfectly, and they become yeah, five like, different Dan- people. Daniel, five different yeah, films. like Daniel Day Lewis is like yeah. the perfect like method actor, mm-hmm. like character actor. He he refuses to <clears throat> go out of the voice he does for like the character he's in while it's filming. Like he yeah. I think he did he did Lincoln's voice for like a year while they were filming that. Yeah. 
We also, definitely need I to just do some stuff on method acting. Yeah, I just, I just want to mention this just because it's something I found out today, which I thought was quite cool, and it's in the topic of method acting. Um, but it's a cool little fact that um, you know Charlie Cox, the person who plays Daredevil, for like oh. the first like four episodes of the first season, he would wear um, contact lenses that would actually make him blind, so he could play Daredevil for like the scenes where he's talking to people. Um, oh, wow. but he, he stopped doing it because it really like badly affected his eyes and oh. <laughs> it was like really uncomfortable but i just thought that was a really cool thing he did for the first like five episodes of the show there yeah oh, fact for you bring him it fact <laughs> um, yeah i've heard contact lenses aren't great like those sort of contact lenses <laughs> so uh best film last category um, does anyone say something to still last? There's going to be like no controversy here because mine's Spider Man. I'm literally going to um, say the same thing I said for best. It's the last duel for me again. I thought it was the best film I'd seen this year. Uh, I didn't put Spider Man because I included it in the best comic book film. Um, to be honest, it probably wouldn't, I probably would be if I was just doing an overall film. I've got four, two of them. Again, when I was looking at the films, I was surprised to fa- find out that they were released this year. I thought they were last year. Well, I guess they are now because we're recording this on the fourth. Um, so the two, it's I fun. thought Judas, Judas and the Black Messiah was twenty twenty, but it wasn't. It came out March. Um, that's an incredible film. I love that film. Sound of Metal again. Technically, it says two thousand nineteen, but it it came out in twenty twenty one. And shut up if you think different. Brilliant, oh. brilliant film. Um, I then that went for. I then went for the two that were more recent. I went with June and Tick, Tick, Boom because I really like Tick, Tick, Boom and I really like June. Those are my four. And I'm going to go with uh, June, I reckon. It was like a knockout that stage. That was... Yeah. (laughs) But my number one choice, June. I thought about putting June in, but I feel like it's it's too much of a tease for the second one to be my favourite film of this year. It does have It does have a sort of fellowship of the ring feel to, to it but i think mm. it's i still think it's really really good like fellowship of the ring that. is still a five out of five film yeah yeah although june yeah. isn't but it's still really good. <laughs> yeah no i'm with you on that i really don't like the film critic um habit of having five out like having something out of five because it just limits just, you so much it's just because i i use um, letterbox, and that's usually how I rate films. When I'm well, I have to rate it out of five on them because that's the system it has. So that's usually what I go for in my head. Yeah, it's just like I, I rate things like a seven point five out of ten all the time. And if you had to translate that to like what you do, it's like a three point two five, and you can't really like that sounds stupid. So yeah. why just, just do it out of ten? Come on, right? Oh, anyway. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. No, I'm, not, I'm talking to letterbox. Right. So those are our nominations for the categories we made up. Um, and next, make sure you. Yeah, make sure you head over to our Twitter so you can vote for them. Well, oh, yeah. so don't, don't do it until tomorrow because Wait. they won't be there yet. Let me tell them, <laughs> let me tell them the at. Let me tell them the at. Yeah, yeah that's a the good at, shout. The app for our Twitter is Bring Amit Pod. There we go. Self-explanatory. Um, we will be putting the things up on Friday. We haven't got time yet, so just make sure you're on Twitter all day, refreshing <laughs> the page until just they're there. Put notifications on for us. That's yeah, what do you that, should do actually. anyway. That's if you easier. haven't done that, you're a bit silly. Yeah, because it's very, very interesting page. Yeah, we so make so many good tweets. You'll never get our Instagram, by the way, guys. Yeah, it's it's bring a mid podcast. 
I think. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, know. no, no, it is. It is. Okay. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Unified branding there. Yeah. We know. Yeah. What we're doing. Hello, um, and then ne- next week. Well, not next week. Next episode, just at the beginning of it, we will quickly list off the winners as voted by you. 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 Yeah. You. Interactive. All right. So yeah, strong ending. All right. Thanks for coming, lads. Enjoyed. Hope yeah. you vote for my ones. <laughs> oh, mine. Bye. <laughs> right. See you later, guy. Bye. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually didn't mean to do that. I didn't even do it to make it funny, right?